Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast. I'm Ros Clark, I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and I'm your host here on these podcasts. Just about a year ago, we announced the launch of the Priscilla Programme, an online training course for women that would be run in partnership between Church Society and Union School of Theology. We were able to launch in September. We started with six students. Over the course of the past year, we've had a total of 12 women who've taken uh, one or more modules on the programme. And I thought now would be a great time to catch up uh, with a couple of those women to hear how the course has gone, uh, what they've uh, enjoyed about it. uh, And um, for those of you who might be in a position to think about whether this is something you could do yourself or if you know somebody who might be interested uh, to consider more about whether that's appropriate for you. So uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, My name's Antonia Jackson. I live in South West London um, and we go to a church in Tooting. And at the moment I'm at home with my kids full time and I've been doing that for four years now. I'm Hilary, I'm married to Sam. We've got three small children. Um, until two years ago I was working in the civil service and then I took a career break to be at home with the children. Um, Sam's training for ministry in the Church of England and he's just started his curacy. Great. So uh, both you and Antonia are uh, full-time mums with young children. Are are all the Priscilla students full-time mums with young children? No. Um, So yeah, there's Antonia and there's a one or two others who are mums at home with kids, but there's people who are working, people who are retired, full-time, part-time, um, and there's people from different church backgrounds as well, I think, so that's made it quite an interesting group of people. Yes, definitely. It's been one of the nice things about um, having the partnership with Church Society and Union is that obviously through Church Society we tend to get uh, Anglicans, um, because that's our reach, but Union obviously have a much broader reach amongst free churches and Baptists and, and all sorts of people. So there has definitely been um, a mix there as well. Um, so this time last year, when we were just uh, launching and uh, announcing that we were hoping to start in September, this completely new thing, what was it that made you think, maybe I should do that? Um, well, I, I think at that time, I was just I was just coming out of the, the fog of having a new baby still still partly in a fog but you know I was coming out of that initial fog and um, the idea of having some like guided structured time every week to study the bible and to read and to write and to reflect on what I was learning was really appealing to me at that point in time Um, and I think at that point as well Sam was at theological college and I wanted to use the time that we had there while I wasn't working to prepare myself for what was coming next for us um, as a family. And I think up until that point, I felt quite nervous of leading anything in churches, you know, Bible studies or groups. I felt like I didn't really know what I was talking about. And so I thought that Priscilla would be a good place to start. Great. Was it was the opportunity, could you have done some study alongside your husband? Was there a chance that you could have yeah, I could have done actually at college, um, but the issue with that was finding childcare and we didn't live near family, um, so that was a problem. And so the flexibility of Priscilla was just perfect for what I needed because I could do it from home. I could I didn't need long stretches of time 
you know, I didn't need to be able to sit down for three hours at a time to study. I could fit it into little, the little pockets of time that I actually had. And so, yeah, that was perfect for me. Wonderful. And uh, what about for you, Antonio? Why did you want to sign up for Priscilla? Um, I... Uh, by then had had nearly a year of having two small children two children under three um, which had been a wonderful first year and it's a great privilege but it's pretty intense Um, and I was looking for something new and extra that wasn't child related um, simply because I wanted to do something different Um, I'm not sure I could claim to be the world's most intellectual brain but I do enjoy thinking about things and discovering things and learning and so um, because I signed up to the Church Society mailing and when it came through it just seemed ideal it was such a blessing from God and great timing from him as ever Um, and I I could have done anything you know I could have done some retraining or something like that Um, well I probably couldn't have done anything to do with physics Um, yeah, so it's, it was just right in terms of time, the time I needed, the commitment that um, it, that I was to give to it. And also, um, it, it's to do with my faith, which is the most important thing to me. So although in some ways retraining or another study course would have been really interesting, it wouldn't have had such a big impact on me personally. Um, and so it was really great to find something that did all the things that I almost didn't know that I wanted it to do. Great. And um, so I think uh, your eldest daughter is, is, has been at school, but you um, uh, do the seminar slot that's during the daytime in the morning. So you've had to arrange childcare during that. Yeah. Um, um, and a, yeah, a friend from church, um, they... Uh, she's had an au pair for a couple of years and she's let me uh, buy an hour of her time on a Thursday morning which is fantastic because when when the seminar times were announced I then thought oh I don't think I can do this actually because um, we have PCC on a Monday evening and I'm the PCC secretary and I didn't want to be always coming and going and not able to be anything because I'm not sure that's very encouraging for the rest of the group Um, but then uh, my friend very kindly said that I could have this childcare arrangement and that has been brilliant and actually they've got their au pair for two years and Priscilla is two years so it's another great provision by God. So we hope that will continue exactly that's perfect isn't it and just give us an idea um, what your experience has been like of studying uh, on Priscilla over the last year has it been uh, what you expected has it been what you hoped for Um, how, how have you found it? It's been brilliant. It's like one of the nicest things is really to have a group of friends from all over the country, um, people of different ages and um, from different backgrounds. That's been wonderful. And we don't just talk once a week on at the seminar. We actually have got to the point now where we're exchanging messages throughout the week, talking about the things we're learning, but also just being friends and like sharing our lives with one another, which is really nice. Um, it has felt like more and more of a community over the three terms. Um, and this term, we've all, from both seminar groups, we've all been on a WhatsApp group. And that's helped us to get to know each other and share prayer points sometimes. Um, and I think one or two people have possible visits planned over the summer, um, which is really nice. That's lovely. So it's, it's become a little bit of a, a sort of community, which I think I've done distance learning in the past in, in different ways. And uh, and still at the moment, in fact. And one of the things that's really hard is when you just feel very isolated on your own with the material and 
hard to stay motivated and it's hard when you hit a roadblock and you're just like, I don't understand, I don't want to do, and you're just on your own. But it sounds like that's not been your experience uh, of this kind of distance learning. No, not at all. Like People share resources and um, share thoughts that they've had and... Um, if you're the one doing the presentation, people will chip in and give you a little bit of help if you want. And yeah, it's been brilliant for that sort of community. Great. And just to explain, so you mentioned there um, doing a presentation. Just explain what, what commitment is expected of you as a student, what you have to do and, and yeah, what that entails. We have two lectures a week to listen to over a 10 week term. Um, that normally takes an evening. And then we have two talks to do per term and they're not talks in the normal sense in that they're not talks that we would um, feel ready to give to a room full of people they're talks that show our understanding and are a, a springboard for discussion for the group um, so when it's the lectures I have to listen to it takes an evening a week and when I have a talk um, it takes a bit more time although I think it, it really depends on how you write your talks because I tend to do quite a lot of thinking beforehand um, and the school run is really useful for that. So I think you, the, rough, the rough guideline is five hours a week. Um, what I think has been really good about Priscilla is that you can fluctuate week to week. So if you have a really busy week and you really don't have that much time, you can just do the lectures, you might not get around to the extra reading and then your commitment you know, that week it might be less than five hours, but other weeks um, you might have time to do the additional reading, to go deeper into some areas that you're interested in. Um, so you have the flexibility to do that. And when you get to your week where you're doing a presentation, I think for me that's meant I've had to plan that into my diary, set aside a bit of extra time, maybe cancel one or two arrangements. But that's only once every maybe four yeah, or five right. weeks. Yeah, that's twice the term we expect students to be yeah. something like that. So, you're given plenty of notice, and I've found that that's been, it's been fine to do yeah, that. Yeah, and again, I think problem. that's the, the kind of fitting it into people's lives. So for some people, that works to allow, I don't know, an hour or two every week that they're kind of working towards their next presentation, whereas some people have the kind of lives where they'll have a quiet week, and so then they can just blitz it and, and then do less uh, over the rest of the term. What have you learned over the last year, Hilary? What, what would you say um, have been the big things that come out for you? Well, I, think, I was thinking about this, and one of the, I think one of the best things has been when we're in weekly seminars that you, Ros, don't let us get away with like just spitting out the sort of standard Christian phrases. And whenever we do use those, you know, things like Jesus died for you, you really press us to say, well, what do you mean by that? What you know to get behind those words that we're just um, that we're that we're just using almost carelessly, um, and that's been really helpful for me in terms of thinking about how I express my faith to other people, um, and about the implications of what I say. So I think that's been that's been one of the best things for me. I have learned so much. Like my brain feels pretty full in a really good way which is fantastic um i've learnt everything from little interesting facts about the bible like the length of time the israelites were in egypt um to really big ideas and concepts um exactly 
how Jesus took my sin on the cross as my substitute, which I, I'd never really thought about before. Um, and also how to apply doctrine very practically to my life. Um, I now pray more to each person in the Trinity because of what we, we studied in the doctrine module. Um, and I think also it's taught me how how to think more about the Bible and how to weigh each verse much more thoroughly. Um, so my, one of my talks this term has been on Matthew five thirty eight to forty two, which I think I'd always really skated over Just before. Just remind us what that says for for listeners who might not have it memorised. <laughs> I, I don't think I've got it memorised. It's um, uh, you've heard it said, and I for an eye a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, and then Jesus essentially goes on to say if we are personally insulted we need not only to endure it but to do good in spite of it and it's so challenging I'd, I'd, I'd never thought that through before and um, definitely never applied it um, rigorously before um, so the last few weeks have been very challenging. <laughs> that's been one of the things that's been really exciting for me actually is as um, uh, you know and as I've got to know students and, and seen um, not just that people are learning and knowing more and understanding more, but um, how it really does seem to be um, impacting people's lives and, and their faith, putting it into practice. Um, not so much in going out and running lots of groups at church or teaching lots of other people, but that sort of personal, what it means for, for us to live obediently to the Lord, how to pray, how to think about situations in our own lives, how to grow in our faith. And that's been really wonderful. Um, to see that happening for different people. Have you felt um, that there has been, uh, that it's been a, a worthwhile thing doing it as a course that is just for women? So not all of the lectures are by women, but most of them are, and all of the students and seminar leaders are women. Has that been a positive thing or a neutral thing, or have you not even really noticed whether that's made a difference? I think it's really great to have a course in which women are taught primarily by women but I think even more importantly it's really great to have a course where which is specifically for women to learn to handle the bible really well so that we can be teachers ourselves in whatever context that might be whether it's giving talks or in Sunday school or doing one-to-ones or as bible study leaders the better we know the bible the better we will be at telling it um, to others in evangelism and discipling those in our church family and those around us. And to have a course which is specifically designed to help women do that is fantastic. I think it, I think it actually does really help the dynamic because I think it's well, my experience of um, mixed Bible study groups and um, mixed sort of study groups in, in, in Christian terms is that women do hold back a little bit and that they that yeah that there is maybe a sense of embarrassment or not wanting to appear too uh, worrying about the impression that you give and I think that there's much less of that when it's just women together so I actually think that the dynamic there that that helps the dynamic that it is just women but obviously um you'd want to talk about the things that you're learning on Priscilla in a mixed capacity outside of Priscilla with your family or with people in your church so that you're um, so that you're sharing your learning in a mixed gender um, area as well. But yeah, I think it actually has been really helpful that it has just been women. Um, what would you say, looking back over the year, have been the, 
the benefits? I mean, I guess we've talked about some of those already, but um, yeah, what, what would you say have been the, the really great things about doing the course for you? I think the best thing has been what you talked about in one of our first lectures and one of our first seminars, which is that we are called to love the Lord our God with all our mind as well as our heart and soul and spirit and strength um, and so knowing more has caused me to love God more and so grow in him more and I think that's that's been the biggest benefit that I've seen and felt over the year. Um, I, I hope that there will be a benefit to other people in that and I hope that there will be a kingdom benefit as well. Um, I think the the biggest challenge for me over the year has also been the biggest encouragement, which is um, that there are so there's so much more to the Christian faith than I ever realised, and I am so much more sinful, but God is so much bigger and so much more amazing. Um, and this year, I I have really seen and felt the Spirit working in my life and growing me to be more like Christ. That's amazing. I mean. You can't ask for much more than that. Really. And Hilary, you said uh, one of the reasons you wanted to sign up was just that sense of not feeling very confident to lead a Bible study or to, to teach in, in that kind of way. Um, I wonder if you feel you've grown in confidence over the past year. I think I do. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, be rushing in, putting my hand up saying, oh, let me lead a Bible study now. But I, I think just the, the weekly practice of sitting with other people and talking about your Christian faith, talking about what you believe, why you believe it, um, and talking through the implications of it, it just helps you to get more fluent in talking about these things. And so I think it would make me a lot less hesitant, both within church and without and outside of church, to um, to speak about my faith. And so yeah, I think it, it's not necessarily about confidence; it's just about yeah, fluency is what I'd say. Um, that's a really great way of putting it. Just that practice of saying things and articulating them helps you to be able to do that better. Um, do you have any sense of, you said your husband's just started his curacy, so obviously you're in a new place and you've still got um, the children and so on. Do you have any sense of, of what you think God might uh, be uh, using from what, what you've learned here in the future, of what he might be calling you to, or is that all still completely up in the air? I don't. I don't know really. Um, I would. I think. I would. I definitely have a sense that. I think sometimes, particularly with women in church, that there's a sense of embarrassment about maybe knowing too much or um, being too, appearing too intellectual about your faith. And I think I would just. I'd like to be encouraging other women in my church to. Um, that a deeper knowledge of God and of His Word and of who He who He is is not just for professionals or for people who are in full time ministry. It's for everybody. And so I think, I think I just like to be used to encourage an atmosphere of it's okay to learn, it's okay to go a bit deeper um, and to read and to to know more about about your faith. And so yeah, I think I just like to be used to encourage people in that way. I think it's definitely been of benefit to my children 
Um, the more godly I am as a person, the more godly I am as a mother. And I think they probably see my greatest ungodliness. Um, so it's definitely of benefit to them. I think it, at this stage in my life, it's quite hard to see because I'm at church, this is also true, mostly concerned with the children and making sure that they're not running off and causing problems and knocking things and people over. Um, so I'm I'm not heavily involved in stuff on a Sunday and um, I'm really waiting to see what God wants me to do at church. I do quite, quite a lot of admin um, and I really enjoy that in a very geeky and unusual way. Um, but, but in terms of the people stuff, I don't know. Um, I, I, I would really like to get more involved in word ministry, but I think it will have to wait until the girls are a bit older. Yeah, well, and that's okay, isn't it? It's great to have this opportunity now to be letting God prepare you for whatever might he might have in mind in the future um, when that becomes more appropriate. So um, there may be people listening to this. I hope there are some people listening to this who are thinking, I wonder whether I could do that or... I wonder whether so-and-so that I know might do that. What would you say to someone who is just wondering about whether they should sign up for Priscilla and how they might know whether it's the right thing for them? Um, I think, well, I, I don't know. I, I think, well, if you're thinking about it, I would just do it. It's really, it's brilliant. And I wouldn't, don't, don't worry about the time commitment. If, you, if you've got roughly five hours a week that you think you could fit it in, just go for it. Um, don't worry too much about the about whether you've got exactly five hours every every week for the next six months, um, and yeah, it's it's actually a really varied program. So, you know, there will be something that will that there's definitely lots of things that will interest you. I would say, if you know and love the Lord Jesus. And you want to grow in your faith, whether your faith is two days old or 20 years old, and whether you have no qualifications or you're an eminent professor, sign up. Um, it, one of the things I have really valued about the lectures is that we deal with really big and intense topics, but we do it in a, a light way. So it never feels like there's lots and lots of intellectual pressure. I think it's a course that is that anyone could do. Um, I mean, as long as they have the right set of chromosomes, obviously. Um, I, but I think if you're thinking about it and you have a bit of time and you want to love Jesus more, do it. Well, big thank you to Antonia and Hilary, who I promise were not paid to say all those lovely things uh, about the Priscilla programme. It has been um, just really exciting uh, through, through this year to see, uh, as I said, so many women um, really challenged uh, in their faith, not just uh, to think about knowing God more, but loving him more and serving him better. Uh, we are uh, taking applications right now for the modules starting in September. Um, there are various options of when you can sign up for a seminar group. There are two evening groups next term, as well as a morning group. There's also uh, a local group starting uh, up in uh, a church in Sheffield. Um, so those students will do all the lectures and so on online like everybody else. But instead of having their seminar 
uh, as an online interactive session, uh, they will do that in person uh, with a local seminar leader there as well. It's really exciting uh, to see more and more applications coming in, uh, more and more women who are finding uh, that Priscilla uh, works for them uh, to be able to access training in a way that uh, often uh, students have said they've been looking for training for a while and nothing has been able uh, to fit either with their work commitments or their family commitments or um, other life circumstances. Um, so do pray uh, for more students uh, to be able to join us in September. Uh, pray as we expand the number of seminar groups uh, that everybody would still get that same experience uh, of learning in community. And please pray most of all just that this would be such a blessing to the students themselves but also their churches uh, that they will be better equipped uh, to be used by God in different ways uh, among God's people there. If you're interested in finding out more uh, or if you know somebody who you think this would be perfect for, uh, then they just need to get in touch with me. That's ros at churchsociety.org. Um, there's information on the Church Society website. There's also information on the Union School of Theology website. I will put links to both of those on the blog post that goes together with this website. Apologies uh, that my voice is going. It's been the end of a, a long year of a lot of lectures and seminars and um, I'm struggling a little bit uh, with my uh, voice and coughing a bit today. It is also the end of, of podcasts for this academic year. We're taking a little break over the summer. There won't be one now uh, until September. So it gives you plenty of chance over the summer holidays to catch up on some of the great episodes that you might have missed. Uh, I'm going to do a, a post, I think, uh, on the Church Society website of our top 10 podcast episodes. So if you're looking for something great to listen to, uh, maybe on your summer holidays, you might want to check those out. Thanks so much for listening and uh, we will be back in September. Mm -hmm.